Hello and welcome to Imagine Amazing, Oregon HFMA's podcast with its current president. Today, we're excited to bring you a very special podcast. We typically cover key topics impacting healthcare in Oregon and the United States, but today we get to bundle that with a very prestigious and honored healthcare veteran, Matt Navigato, who also happens to be one of Oregon HFMA's most loved past presidents. As this is the President's Podcast, we are joined today also by Oregon HFMA's 2020 through 2022 Chapter President, Tammy Coon, who will be providing us with important chapter updates and healthcare trends in Oregon. And as a reminder to our listeners, this podcast is available on all popular podcast platforms and is now viewable on Oregon HFMA's YouTube channel. To watch the podcast, pop some popcorn, go to YouTube, type in Oregon HFMA Imagine Amazing, Click on the desired episode and sit back and enjoy. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Johnson. And I'm the other host, Kelly Smith. Today's episode of Imagine Amazing is sponsored and made possible by Boost Healthcare, a boutique consulting firm based out of Alameda, California. Boost's retrospective claims review is contingency-based, which means no upfront costs, and utilizes their proprietary system, specialized staff, and the healthcare expertise to recover revenue. Boost provides clients with claims data showing payer performance and root cause analysis of denial and underpayment issues. This invaluable knowledge is used as leverage when negotiating with payers and assessing overall business performance. Thanks so much, Boost Healthcare. Thank you for joining the podcast today, Tammy. It's always great to have our amazing Oregon HFMA president join us. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And as always, uh, great to be a part of this podcast and having the opportunity to connect with our listeners and all of our wonderful Oregon HFMA members. Uh, As you know, many exciting events and educational opportunities are available for all of our members in 2021. And while we still are holding our meetings as virtual events, we really hope to have some in-person opportunities open up towards the latter part of the year. Oh, that is exciting, Tammy. I know I look forward to having in-person events once it's safe for us to return. It also looks like we still have a lot of important things to do and talk about. Speaking of that, we see you have invited a very special guest to the podcast. Would you take a few minutes and do some introductions? I would love to, Kelly. So I am very excited to introduce today's guest, who happens to be one of our special past presidents of Oregon HFMA. So joining us today is Matt Navigato, who currently serves as Vice President of OHSU's Enterprise Revenue Cycle. He's known for his endless positive energy, awesome dance moves, and industry knowledge and the love of all people. Matt's actually coined the phrase Oregon HFMA special sauce to describe the uniqueness of our Oregon HFMA chapter. He led the Oregon chapter with the theme of fantastic, which truly defines Matt and his ability to make important and serious situations fun. Matt, on behalf of everyone, I can honestly say we are honored to have you join us today. And we really want to see if you have something fun and interesting about yourself that you can share with us and our listeners. Wow, Tammy, Kelly, thank you so much for the introduction. Uh, Wow. Yeah, I'm just uh, blown away by that. Uh, Let's see, a couple of fun and interesting facts about me. I think I could think of two, maybe. Uh, The first one was that I was in musical theater uh, all throughout my high school years, but every musical, I did get a lead role, but they cut my songs because I can't carry a tune, uh, or they would give my songs to another performer. So I guess the way they liked the, the way I acted, but not necessarily the way I sang. 
And I think uh, the second interesting fact is that uh, I can say the alphabet backwards. Wow. I wish I could do that because I am not that talented, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we need an example of that for our listeners. Oh, ah. Matt, can you actually say the alphabet backwards for us? I, I think I can. Let's see here. So Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-O-K-J-I-H-G-F-E-D-C-V-A. That is awesome. That's perfect. Excellent. No, he wasn't faking it because I couldn't look at my keyboard and do it backwards. So that was excellent. <laughs> Next time with your eyes open. <laughs> yeah, I'll work on that one. Well, Matt, we have been informed that you are retiring soon and heading out for some exciting adventures. Can you tell us what's next for you? Yeah, so my partner, Ken Shotwell, he retired in March of 2020, so last March, and it sort of got me thinking that, gosh, I wonder what my timeline is. Uh, a couple of friends uh, of Kenny and I, we flew to Medellin, Colombia, and over Christmas of last year, and we fell in love. And so uh, that's going to be our adventure. We, uh, we bought a piece of property down there. We're in the process of building a new home. And uh, the plan is to travel Latin America. Uh, I think there's a country club down the street, so we might join that and uh, just take a little slower pace of life and uh, enjoy our time. Oh, wow. What? That sounds exciting. It does. I'm blown away. I, I really do respect that, that you're so adventurous. And I think that's part of the qualities that helped you lead our chapter so well as also, Matt, is you're, you're willing to take on new ideas and, and some risk as well. So, oh, may the force be with you. I know, Matt, that Tammy is already interested in seeing how Oregon HFMA might be able to entertain a international global conference sometime in Colombia now that you have a residence there. I think that's a fantastic idea. You will find that uh, Colombia is very inexpensive. So uh, it would be a great way to bring the HFMA group together and save a little money at the same time. <laughs> and we get to see Matt Navigato if we do that. <laughs> Maybe. Wouldn't that be fun? That's totally. Maybe Oregon HFMA can actually redraw its boundaries just a little bit outside of Oregon <laughs> with a dot down in Colombia. <laughs> Right. Kind of like Hawaii on a map, right? That little dot over uh, this way <laughs> of the very southeast. Yeah, that'll be fun. We are truly excited for you, Matt. And additionally, I'm curious, as you look back at your career and look at the future of healthcare, what advice do you have for future healthcare leaders? Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I can only draw on my own experiences. And of course, I'm happy to share my career path, learnings, and advice. I think first and foremost, take it all in wherever you are. This means learn all you can in each of the positions you hold. Whether you're a payment poster or follow-up staff, make sure you do your best to understand and gain operational knowledge in the workflows and the systems. The more knowledge you gain, the more valuable you become to an organization. And when you're ready to dream, be humble about it, but at the same time, be courageous with sharing process improvement ideas with your peers and leaders improving processes and developing more efficient workflows to better your organization gets you noticed and opens up doors that can lead to advanced career paths. For me, 
My greatest learning experience came from managing a small billing office with only six employees. In this role, I was jack of all trades and performed all duties within the office, including manual charge entry, payment posting, refunds, customer service, claims follow-up, and I met with a client on a monthly basis to review their account. This was such a critical role and career growth position for me because I knew all the technical aspects of what the system could and could not do, which gave me the advantage of knowing what I could and could not commit to when the client asked for improvement or enhancements. This immediate feedback and dynamic interaction with the client developed trust. And trust is such a huge driver of success in our business. The cross-functional knowledge also provided me the ability to think outside the box and dream about improved system enhancements or automation to process work more efficiently using less time, uh, using less staff time so they could focus on the more complex account. This approach resulted in improved collections and this made our small little office incredibly successful. I use this boots on the ground learning as the fundamental building blocks for every future role I held in my career. And I truly believe this approach provided me a career path that led me to becoming Vice President of Enterprise Revenue Cycle at OHSU. Dream job. Oh, Matt, I love that advice. I think what I hear between the words, too, is just be curious. In every role you have, be curious, ask the questions, find out how you fit into the bigger picture. And I think you're, you're pretty extraordinary that you worked in a small business office and were able to apply the same principles in a very big business office. So certainly hats off to you. And I think also a good Thank reminder, you. you never really know what your job is right now and how it will help your future self. So great advice Absolutely. looking backwards on your career. Thank As you. As you exit healthcare, I'm really curious to hear what concerns you might have for the healthcare industry. Yeah, you know, that, that's a good question, Kelly. So when I think about it, I worry a little bit that healthcare continues to fall further and further behind with current technology and automation. You know, I think back to the airline industry way back when, when, you know, I would sort of run down the street from when I was in an office and go get my ticket, you know, ticketed at a counter. Um, and nowadays, look what they're doing. They're allowing self-scheduling or booking of the flights. They allow self-check-in, self-seat selection. I mean, the whole gamut to sort of plan your trip and get from point A to point B. I so want technology to play a bigger role in healthcare to improve the very manual processes that we still have in place in some critical areas. You know, if we don't, I see this putting more and more pressure on our staff to accomplish their work using manual processes that will ultimately lead to staff burnout. So insightful. I know that I'd love that. I'd love to be able to go to my doctor and do a, a lot more self-service. And so hopefully your concern will become a vision for someone who's listening to this podcast and they'll drive some of this technology forward for us. A great advice. Um, any suggestions on leading the ever-changing healthcare industry? Well, gosh, you know, when you, when you start to think about the leaders of healthcare, you know, what comes to my mind is network, network, network. You must network to understand all of the similar and different issues that are occurring throughout healthcare and the various health systems. You know, HFMA, it's the perfect association for networking. 
when I take a step back, I find it amazingly simple that all of us leaders in healthcare operations are experiencing the same or similar issues. You know, of course, some of us are ahead of others in figuring out certain solutions, and others are ahead of us. And it depends on the issue and what is the priority for that particular organization. You know, it's critical as a leader's success to learn from one's peers and to share the heck out of what you have accomplished with others. No one has time to recreate the wheel for problem-solving current issues. And even though our organizations may be competing for market share, this should not preclude collaboration and partnership when it comes to root cause resolutioning. I sort of made that word up. Uh, so my suggestion in leading the ever-changing healthcare industry in one word is network. I totally agree, Matt. I, I give you credit because when I first started on the revenue cycle things, one of the very first things that you told me to do was to get involved with HFMA. And I really believe that revenue cycle has a whole language in and of itself. And it takes years to learn the words and the language and what it means and how it all comes together. And by networking, you get a real opportunity to work with others and learn so much about it. So Wonderful, wonderful advice. I think, too, one observation is in healthcare, I find that a lot of folks in rev cycle and finance tend to stay in their positions for a long time. And so you get very used to doing what you've always done because that's the way it's been done. And by networking and finding organizations like our chapter, you, you have the opportunity to learn what others are doing and find out other best practices to share. So very good there. I also want to compliment you again, since we're sending you off here, is I think in part of the secret sauce for Oregon HFMA that is a bridge you really helped gap was opening up conversation and making it okay to share the problems. You know, it doesn't have to be always about talking about the successes, because oftentimes we learn most when folks are willing to talk about the pain points and you made it comfortable and allowable for our chapter. And that's when a lot of folks started to really find value in our networking session. So big thanks to you. No problem. And, and I mean, you know, Kelly and Tammy and Jeff, you know, as we think about our HFMA organ chapter, you know, the patient accounts problem solving that we have on the Wednesdays before our conference, it's a free session. So, uh, you know, it's great that everyone can attend, even if they don't have the authority or the ability to pay for the conference on the Thursday and Friday. You know, that session at the end of the day or the middle of the day to just to share ideas across the Port Portland uh, health systems is just so incredible. I mean, we get so much feedback. We share so many good ideas. And that's really, I, I agree, that's kind of the secret sauce of our chapters being able to collaborate at that level. Absolutely. And also thinking back on your experiences, what are some of your top experiences that would help others follow in the healthcare leadership experience? Sure. So I sort of came up with Matt's top 10 list of how to advance and succeed in healthcare operations. How does that sound? <laughs> Love it. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So let's see, um, you know, these are not in any particular order, but I think they're, they're good sort of work-life lessons uh, that uh, when I think back upon my career, um, sort of helped me get to where I'm at. Uh, number 10, admit when you're wrong. I think that as leaders, you know, a lot of us are type A personalities and we sort of make, uh, we sometimes have to make quick decisions uh, just to keep things moving along. 
Um, but there are times when we don't make the right decision. And so I would encourage everybody to just admit when they're wrong. Sometimes it's difficult, um, but if you're able to admit it, get back on the right track, then I think you'll save a lot of uh, future problems if you're, uh, if you're able to do that. Uh, number nine, lead with yes. Uh, a lot of times, you know, I'm sitting in meetings and the C-suite has made some strategic decisions and they turn to us in RevCycle and say, hey, can we do it? And, uh, you know, I'm a true believer in always leading with yes. Now, it might not be the absolute yes answer. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, you may have to change that. Um, but if you can lead with yes and then flesh out sort of the actual operations, I think that's uh, a very important thing to do. The other piece of this one, I just want to make sure that folks know that try to do whatever you can to avoid being that stress monger. So when people ask you to do something or say, hey, this is a, a road that we're going to take, make sure you just don't freak out and list all the reasons why you can't do it. Um, take it all in, listen, uh, digest it, and then come back with potentially uh, that yes answer or a qualified yes answer. Number eight, delegate and trust. So this is a huge one. As a leader, you can't get everything done yourself. And so you have to rely on your team. You have to delegate. And also with that, you have to trust. Uh, this definitely means surrounding yourself with good people. Um, you know, when I'm in situations and I hear one of my peers uh, say, yeah, I cannot delegate that to my manager because he or she doesn't have the skill set. And, you know, to me internally, I think, well, gosh, you know, it's time, my peer, to look at yourself, because what are you potentially not doing right to mentor that person uh, to have the ability to delegate some tasks? Uh, on the flip side, you know, it's a very fine line, because you also have to be honest with those people or with your uh, direct reports. And if they're not the right fit, then, you know, you need to understand that and have that conversation with the individual. Number seven, communicate with your ears and eyes, not your mouth. So it sounds a little bit weird, right? How do you communicate without speaking? But I think what I'm saying here is it's much better to listen and watch folks as they communicate with you to really understand their position and kind of uh, where you go from here. How do you lead uh, from that perspective? You can gain a whole lot by just listening and watching as opposed to dominating the conversation and telling and directing. Number six, be fiscally responsible. Okay, we manage a $2 billion cash organization, but really try to treat it like your own checkbook. Uh, you can introduce automation to eliminate manual processes and help staff feel productive and effective. You know, you're doing the right thing there. And your boss is going to be very appreciative to anything you can do to reduce expenses. Number five, be nice, be genuine, and be honest. So treat everybody the same. Um, you know, I, I was brought up that, you know, if you're at a restaurant, you treat your server as your peer. In healthcare, you treat your CFO or housekeeping, you know, as, as you treat yourself, just Everybody plays a very vital role uh, within the healthcare process. And so it's important that everybody be treated equally. Be genuine. So be genuinely interested in conversation that you're having with folks. Um, you know, ask the questions that sort of speak to you. 
So that way you can actually engage in conversation and feel that the other party is a very important part of what you guys are participating in. And then also be honest, and this kind of goes back to uh, the delegate and trust. You know, if somebody's in the wrong position, sit down with that person, have a conversation. Typically what I found is that person's not happy either. And so come to terms with what the best way is to uh, try to get that person in the right seat on the right bus. Uh, number four, say do ratio, one to one. Uh, our old CEO at OHSU taught us this one, and I love this line. If you're going to do something, uh, or if you're going to say that you're going to do something, then do it. Make sure you follow through. Uh, make sure that uh, you're consistently delivering on what you commit to. Uh, in my mind, this also plays into be organized, be prepared, know your operations, and put data before drama. Um, that always makes me laugh, but it's such a true statement that a lot of people can freak out uh, when they're asked to do something or to change a process. And I always love to start with pulling the data and really see how big of an issue this is or how small it is and start to make some decisions based on that. Number three, learn to facilitate, not present. So if you're asked to give a presentation, um, you know, I find the most powerful presentation is one where you just have a few slides, you're, you're able to engage the audience in meaningful conversation, and uh, you know, your hour presentation slot just flies by. I know we have a lot of talented people in our Oregon HFMA uh, that are able to uh, uh, be professional and uh, proficient at that one. Number two, hire a killer support staff. Uh, you know, understand your strengths and weaknesses or opportunities, and delegate your weaknesses or opportunities to your amazing support staff. You know, I was very fortunate to have Jason Baker that I know a lot of you guys uh, recognize that name. Uh, he really helped me and supported me uh, in a way that no one else has. And he did those exact things. Was, he knew what some of the areas I struggled in and he would take those up and he would sort of be my uh, eyes and ears and be able to perform some of those duties for me. He always made me shine. And then finally, as uh, one of my past or my past theme for Oregon HSMA when I was president was fantastic. Uh, number one is have fun. Make sure that you enjoy what you're doing and uh, surround yourself, like I said, with good people that you can have fun with. Uh, if you do that, then every day that you come to work, you'll have an amazing time there. So, uh, fantastic, fantastic times. Yay, Matt, those are amazing top 10. In fact, I would love to co-author a book with you if you're willing. I think those are so fantastic. Um, I just want you to personally know of the huge impact that you've made in healthcare within our Oregon HFMA chapter, within my personal life. And I want to thank you so much for joining us today and just sharing those insights um, with us and with our listeners. And I'm sure there are so many people in the world that would like to have an opportunity to tell you how they feel. Um, as a special surprise, you've seen a few join us today, some special guests who we'd like to give an opportunity to now just to share their thoughts on you, your leadership, and what you've been able to accomplish um, in the chapter as well. So thank you everyone for joining us today. We really, really appreciate it.
with that, we wanted to take a moment and have you share your thoughts in the following order. We thought we'd start with Ben, if that's okay. And then we'll have Terry share her thoughts, um, followed by Aaron Crane. And because she's your boss, your leader, your magnificent um, you know, person driving you to success, we thought we'd end with you, Diane, if that's okay. Awesome. So Matt, your, uh, your time is coming to an end uh, in terms of working, which means your life is really starting. And I couldn't think of um, the words I wanted to say um, in a very meaningful way. So what I did is I wrote you a little poem. <laughs> so I'm going to read you my poem to Matt. Um, congratulations on your next step. I hope it brings your best years yet. I will miss your smiley face at every HMA place. You were my very first kiss with a guy. That's what happens when the vodka flies. So many memories, too many to count. A friend, a colleague, gentleman throughout. So go, my friend, and live your dreams. Blaze new trails, cross new streams. But don't forget us as time permits. Farewell, my friend. Love you. Mean it. Ben, thank you so much. I love that. <laughs> I might tear up. That was so good. <laughs> that was really good. Now everybody else is thinking, darn it, I, I didn't write a song. I know. <laughs> Carrie, would you like to share your thoughts? I don't know how I can just go. How, how can I follow that one, Ben? <laughs> I'm like, I'm speechless now, but okay. I do have a few things I just want to say to you, uh, Mr. Navigato. Um, and, and more than anything, I just want to say, I think, I think we met, I met you approximately 11 years ago. And when I think of when I first met you, for some reason, the Spartans just come to mind. And that was probably one of the funnest nights for me for many reasons, but also meeting you was, has just been, I mean, it's just been a treasure. And, and I sincerely mean that you are one of my main confidants. We have literally a hotline, right? You, you, I can reach out to you. We can reach out to each other. And we know that we're doing it. Like we can share and share information and, and bring it forward for the good of so many. And typically it's not just the patients at OH, OHSU or at Legacy, but it's for a community and, and often the state and more. And, and I sincerely mean that. I think Navigato, you and I, like often we've, we've got this such an incredible team for that we both get to work with and when you know our teams unite oh my gosh it's just like things will soar your style the compassion for the team and your compassionate leadership um again that's what's helped take you and your team to to another level not to mention us and our team at hfma um I, I think of you as a people person and your incredible leadership. I think you're going to be leaving a legacy for everyone you, you have touched. And, and I know that. Um, and I know that I've shared with you. It's a heartfelt. I'm going to miss you. I really am going to miss you. I know we'll continue to be, you know, long friends. And, and my hope is that, you know, we will continue to, and this goes to everyone else on this call. I know Aaron and I've talked about this, Diana and I've talked about this. Ben and everyone else, um, you guys, 
we're going to stay connected. We have to stay connected. And I think I, I really mean at some point when we go places, we have so much fun and in the best way. And we usually walk away with, you know, again, just so many other ideas, but just think about the vacations, you guys, that we are going to have. <laughs> so bring that poem with with you, Ben, because I, I I think we we've got a lot of fun fun still ahead of us. And and I'll wrap up. But your infectious smile, um, I just have to say, you know, you you really do. You your your infectious smile, your amazing sense of humor, your intelligence, your brilliance. Um, you always bring value to everything you touch. I sincerely am going to miss you. I'm probably going to start to tear up. So I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to pass <laughs> off to, I think, was it Diana or Aaron and, and the team, but now, Navigato, you're only, there's only one of you. You're an original. I love you. There you go. Aww. Thank you, Terry Handy. And yes, I got my bat phone right here. We have uh, a direct connection. I appreciate everything you said. That's wonderful. Aaron. Aaron, unmuted. Unmute to say I got this email this week about this little event and I, I'm still in a little bit of shock here. I guess I live too far north above the information zone. <laughs> so I'm really not sure what's happening in your life, but I wish you well. I'm sure it's, uh, it's going to be great for you. Um, you know, you've been the, the spirit of this chapter for a long time. You, you're, you're, uh, you've done so much to help the people of the Oregon chapter and beyond really in, the, in, in some of your regional and I'm so grateful for that. The thing I'm most appreciative of is Diana found you and put you in the role you've been in. Um, you know, I'm a guy who spent seven years at OHSU uh, trying to help it advance, and you have been a great natural leader to come in and keep things moving, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the team you built, um, and I'm convinced that your fingerprints are going to be on that place for a while, which is great. Um, uh, I don't know what else to say. I guess the one thing I want to tell you is in um, 2022, I got to get my years right, there will be an annual conference and you will have a pass to get there if you reach out to me and make it happen. I want to see you there. I want to see you engaging with uh, all my buddies from Oregon and beyond and playing and enjoying the spirit and the celebration. So please, I don't even know if it's going to be in June or November. This year it's November, but um, please find me. I don't know, know that I'll be able to find you and, we, and we'll make it happen if you want to be there. Awesome. Thanks, Aaron. That, that's awesome. And, you know, I just remember joining HFMA and following in your footsteps to become president as well. Uh, just the leadership that you were able to provide the local chapter, you know, that inspired me as well. So, I mean, all of you on the line here, um, you guys have been inspirations to me. And so uh, I appreciate everything you've done and, you know, one of the things I do hope for is to continue to remain uh, part of HFMA because I feel like Oregon HFMA is my family. Uh, so don't be surprised if you see me fly back from Columbia for uh, a few conferences in the future, which would be great. So I need to do extradition to get you here, I see. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a couple of extra hoops to jump through. Uh, I have friends. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a couple so pilots. Make it happen. And of course, definitely not last, um, Diana, if you could share your thoughts and your experience with Matt, we'd greatly appreciate it. Boy, where do I even start, Matt? Um, and I know this is um, many a few. Um, well, just a few or just to reflect. Uh, I mean, Matt's impact to 
I think the revenue cycle industry, because of his knowledge, his personality that we've all talked about, his character, um, is just uh, beyond, I think, someone that I, I don't even know how um, he can be replaced. He's just going to be a huge shoes to fill. Um, he has such dedication to a service level. He always puts the patient first, and um, and he's compassionate about that. Um, and all ends out even as late as today on some emails we had earlier. Um, and it's always the patient goes first. Um, he has such a, a inspiration for his team. Um, he makes everyone feel so welcome. Um, he's so effective in just in his core values and what he represents. Um, I just I. Just, can't imagine what, he, what he's done to OHSU, but I think just the um, community in Oregon as well as the HMA family um, beyond Oregon. Um, it was just kind of ironic. A few I, I was, a couple of weeks ago, I was on Instagram, which I don't do that often. All of a sudden, Matt's face shows up, and I was going, what the heck? So he, uh, um, through HFMA, you know, just show, sharing his experience. Um, so he, I agree with Aaron in the comment, um, uh, just that he's going to continue his, his legacy Um for a long time and his impact to OHSU has been tremendous and his accomplishments will, will be never forgotten. Um, and I hope to also come and visit you as you know um, and look forward to that at some point, but gonna miss you terribly. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Diana. And you know, I, I can't be luckier that I'm ending my professional career with the best boss that I've had throughout my whole career. So. You and I do have a special relationship, and uh, this is just going out on top is the way that I look at it. So thank you for all your leadership and everything you've done for me personally. Oh, thank you, everyone, so much. I, of course, now it's my turn to go, but I'm not crying. You're <laughs> crying. <laughs> but, Matt, you, you leave a legacy. You, I'm, I'm the luckiest girl in the world that I've had a chance to work with you for 11 years, and you have been the true definition of a leader in every sense of the word. You lead by example and you change the world. And you've done that personally, you've done that professionally, you've done that with HFMA and you will be missed. But I'm so glad you're here in our hearts and, and with us forever. So congratulations on your retirement. Thanks, Kelly. And yes, you and I, we've been through a whole lot uh, with HFMA core with uh, working together for the past how many years so it's been an incredible ride and you are the wind beneath my wings because i get to delegate and trust you and so uh you're the one who really gets a lot of the work done obviously but uh, i appreciate everything you've done so far and so proud of you that uh, you followed in my footsteps to become an organ hfma president as well oh matt i wish you a lot of success and I, I can tell you, you were so friendly. And that was one of the things I loved about, you know, being around you. You were always so open with all of our members and just a friendly face. And, you know, I've learned a lot from your leadership and everything that you've done for the chapter. I think that you really set Oregon apart, um, especially with your special sauce that we promise that we will always carry forward for the Oregon chapter because you are what made that chapter, uh, our special sauce. So thank you for everything that you've done. Um, I will miss you tremendously. Definitely. And good yeah, luck. Yeah, you too, Cammie. I'm gonna miss you as well. And when you came on to be one of the officers, um, you know, I was so proud and happy. Um, you know, you, you in one of my top 10 lists of say-do ratio, 
Uh, you embody that. Every time you say that you're going to do something, you do it. Uh, and that's a true sign of a great leader. So thank you, Tammy. Thank you. Well, thank you, everybody. This was an exceptional Imagine Amazing podcast. So wonderful to see all your faces. And as a reminder, this episode of Imagine Amazing is brought to you today by Boost Healthcare. To learn more, please visit www.boosthealthcare.com. Thank you, Boost. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all other popular podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. Please find us, like us, and follow us for exciting new content in 2021 through 2022. Also, to learn more about Oregon HFMA, please visit us at www.oregonhfma.org.